Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Have been moving in. Temperatures are between 28 and 34 degrees, and there might be a touch of fog, too, around the area. Otherwise, just a mainly gray day with a spotty shower or two early afternoon and a better chance of rain for tonight through Friday morning. Temperatures will be a little higher, 55 to 60 degrees today. Rain moves out by noon to 1 p.m. Friday. We'll be left with breezy conditions, but at least dry for your evening plans out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 30 Alexandria, 35 Penn Quarter, 29 Columbia. Are you waking up to 30 degrees in our nation's capital where the time now on WTOP is 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's News, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thursday morning, February 22nd. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up this early morning on WTOP for you. The man accused of leading police on a chase in a stolen Maryland state highway truck faces dozens of charges. I'm Kate Ryan. The state of Loudoun's Sterling Volunteer Fire Company after the Friday house explosion. I'm Dick Iuliano. No clear path forward for a women's services group's building damaged in a gas explosion. I'm Scott Gelman. It was a mixed day on Wall Street. Asian stocks finish higher. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. President Biden is reportedly considering using powers granted to presidents under a law passed in the early 1950s to limit immigration. CBS's Bo Erickson reports from the White House. President Biden could announce limits on the asylum process, representing a sharp policy change for the president as Mr. Biden campaigned on restoring the process. Sources tell CBS News these asylum limits are still being debated at the White House. However, if these asylum changes are enacted, these restrictions would likely face operational and legal challenges. There's good news for some student loan borrowers, says CBS's Nancy Cordes, also at the White House. About 150,000 Americans who uh, took out student loans on the order of $12,000 or less and have been paying it off for more than 10 years would see the lingering debt simply forgiven. This gets added to hundreds of thousands of other Americans who have already experienced student loan forgiveness because they qualified in other ways. Most of the country's estimated eight and a half million diabetics rely on insulin to survive. Although the cost was recently capped at $35 a month, many diabetics don't qualify, says CBS's Roxana Saberi, who spoke with a woman whose daughter is dependent on insulin. I think I just sat there like... (laughs) Not medically necessary. This is her heir. But families on the Facebook group that she runs for diabetes patients gave her a tip. She could download a coupon to lower the monthly price from $600 to 99 My worry for the future of coupons uh, would be that they go away. A top Boeing executive is out after a hole was blown in the sight of one of the company's 737 MAX jets mid-flight last month. More from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. This is the first time... We've seen Boeing shuffle its leadership team since the incident and the first executive to be departing Boeing in the wake of it. Civil rights lawyer Ben Crump says he has new evidence in the murder of a civil rights leader. They have been fighting to get to the truth, to finally hold NYPD 
and the federal agencies responsible for a conspiracy to assassinate their father, Malcolm X. Malcolm X was shot and killed in New York City on February 21st, 1965. It's a big day in Japan where the benchmark Nikkei 225 index has finally surpassed the record set back in 1989 before the country's financial bubble burst. Stock prices have been rising in Japan in recent months. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. For Mervis Diamond Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. Our success is built on radio. And for that, we thank WTOP for providing a stable platform. We're fortunate to have TOP as our lead radio partner for over 20 years. When it comes to reaching decision makers and the influential people who make up the fabric of Washington... Nobody performs like WTOP. That's why we partner so well. Mervis advertising campaigns rely on three essential elements. True product benefits, a sincere message, and effective communication. Mervis takes care of the first two. Phenomenal diamonds and a credible explanation why we can offer such amazing deals. WTOP provides the third, the widest communication. That's why we select WTOP as our valued partner. They have the greatest reach and can be trusted. For news, for traffic, for weather. Washington knows it. If your business could use advertising help, call WTOP. And if your love could use diamonds, call me, Ronnie Mervis, at 800-HER-LOVE. Or go online to MervisDiamond.com. WTOP at 404. Good Thursday morning, February 22nd, 2024. Welcome in. It'll be mostly cloudy. Might see the possibility of a late-day shower. Grab that umbrella. Veronica says the high should be 55 to 60. 30, you're waking up to now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour Thursday morning ride. Our top local story as we roll into this morning, this hour, is an update we bring you this morning to the last Friday's wild chase and crash you may remember through two Maryland counties during rush hour. WTOP's Kate Ryan has now looked through the state court documents on the charges against the suspect accused of stealing a highway help truck that night and ramming it into several cars as investigators say he was trying to get away. 27-year-old Flavio Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still hospitalized after Maryland State Police say he was injured sometime between the crash that occurred at the Greenbelt Metro Station Friday night and when he was arrested for stealing a Maryland State Highway Administration chart truck. Lanusa led police on a chase from Prince George's to Montgomery County, where he was arrested in the White Oak area. According to police, he hit 13 vehicles during the course of that chase. Charges include reckless driving, speeding, and driving without a seatbelt. Once he's out of the hospital, he'll make his first court appearance, and state police said Friday he could still face additional charges. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Be sure and check out the video of last week's chase and crash. A click away at our website, WTOP.com. Now, you may remember hours after that particular crash ended, in another part of our region, the ground shook that night as a house blew up and killed a volunteer firefighter in Sterling. It all happened after firefighters went to the house, apparently to check out the smell of gas. Nine firefighters, in addition, also with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun County, were all injured. With the usual complement of volunteer and career firefighters, the Sterling Park and Cascade Stations 
continue to provide full 24-hour coverage after Friday's house explosion. Other folks are stepping up to the plate, staffing those units. Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says career firefighters staff stations during the day, a mix of volunteer and career staff at night. I have 759 career employees, and then there's over 1,200 uh, volunteers. So altogether, we have about 2,000 what we call Loudoun County Combined Fire and Rescue System members. Three of the four hospitalized volunteer firefighters have been released. The fourth, a public school teacher, continues to be treated for burn injuries. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning at 4.06. It's been just about a month now since a gas explosion rocked a strip mall locally in D.C.'s Anacostia neighborhood, destroying, at that time, a daycare center and convenience store. It also left a building, apparently, that supports women experiencing homelessness Badly damaged. WTOP Scott Gelman now gets a look at how that building was impacted overall. The windows are boarded up and the walls are damaged here at Calvary Women's Services Good Hope Building in Anacostia. Certainly not in a state for anyone to live or work here at this point. CEO Chris Thompson says about 30 people were here at the time of the January 18th explosion. They're all safe and moving to the organization's other locations. But certainly we've been impacted by this experience um, and have had to close this program down until we can do renovation work here. The group houses and supports women experiencing homelessness and domestic violence survivors. They don't know how long the repairs will take or how much they'll cost, but there is limited capacity because these rooms can't be occupied. In Anacostia, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 407 Thursday. Anyone listen up who works for a living expects, of course, their bosses to make sure they're paid the right amount and on time. Well, locally, employees throughout the Prince George's County school system apparently say that's not happening right now. Last summer, hundreds of employees, those who work in security, transportation, or school lunchrooms, got a paycheck double what it was supposed to be. I told them, well, I can pay you back. But Stanley Brown and Tarita McCoy say they went months without getting much of an answer. And in the fall... We received the email stating that we were going to have funds deducted out of our account for overpayment. Since then... 180 dollars is coming out of my paycheck. Per pay period. The school system says they're extending the time to recoup the money to lessen those deductions. Some teachers are dealing with the opposite, saying they sometimes have to wait months to get paid what they're supposed to. John Dome in WTOP News. It's Thursday morning. It's February 22nd. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, traffic's first. For that, over to Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Only one accident working in the DMV. This is uh, southbound uh, Baltimore-Washington Parkway in Beltsville, Prince George's County. It's prior to Powder Mill Road. This accident blocks the right lane. Uh, traffic getting by to the left, running a little bit slow past the accident scene, but the delays aren't too bad. And once you clear the accident scene, the ride to the beltway is doing okay. No issues either side of 95 between the two beltways. And a good-looking ride continues either side of 270 in Montgomery County, north of Bethesda, heading up into Frederick. However, in Frederick County, still have the work zone going on. That's going to be between uh, Fingerboard Road and Dr. Perry Road. However, the lanes are now open and uh, all the delays in that general area have cleared out. Meanwhile, in Virginia, had some road work going on on eastbound 66 over by the Spout Run Parkway. That was sound barrier work. That's been cleared. However, westbound 66, right lane still blocked just after the Roslyn Tunnel. Then outside the Beltway for the one work zone on westbound 66. This is west 
of U.S. 50 in Fairfax over by uh, the Fairfax County Parkway in Centerville. Road widening operations continue to block the westbound center lane and the right lane. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clouds have been increasing. We'll have mostly cloudy to cloudy skies here on your Thursday. And while there could be a spotty shower late morning to early afternoon, your best chance of rain will be your Thursday overnight through Friday morning. Temperatures starting out between 28 and 34 degrees will have afternoon temperatures between 55 and 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 30 degrees and holding in our nation's capital, brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences, six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410, where we bring you money news. At 10 and 40 past the hour, here's Jeff. Beyond Meat is trying to revive sales. It has reworked a version of its plant-based burgers with less sodium and less saturated fat. Reagan National had a record 25.5 million passengers last year. Dulles set a record for international travelers. Ginya Ramen Bar is opening in Georgetown and Union Market. That makes eight here. Virginia opened its first East Coast restaurant in Fairfax. The Dow gained 48 Wednesday. The Nasdaq lost 50. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks finished higher. At the close, the Nikkei was up by 837 points. The Kospi was up 11. The Hang Seng up 240. The Shanghai up 37. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 411 this morning on WTOP. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this year? It's a smart and beautiful idea to convert that ugly old bathtub into a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low walk-in entry that means no more climbing over the tub. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We are taking your favorite music to new heights at our next concert, and I'd love for you to take flight with us. The Washington Post raves, the NSO has a knack for making old favorites sound not just new, but renewed. March 7th through 9th, in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall, the NSO proudly presents Classics in Concert, an evening of timeless masterworks by some of the world's most celebrated composers. If you're new to the world of classical music, fear not. You'll know and love these tunes, and this concert is a perfect introduction. Captivating newcomers and seasoned fans alike with soaring melodies from Leonard Bernstein's Candide. Strauss's Die Fledermaus and Rossini's William Tell, along with favorites by Sibelius, Puccini, Florence Price, William Grant Still, and more. Experience this eternal music live in all its grandeur. Don't miss Classics in Concert at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. 
You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, Maryland lawmakers are proposing a bill that would actually allow authorities to prosecute people who threaten or harm election officials in the state. The Protecting Election Officials Act of 2024 would make threatening an election official a misdemeanor punishable by up to three years or a fine of up to 2500 Legislation comes as threats now against election officials, we're told, have been rising across the country since 2020. In fact, 14 states have passed similar bills to protect election personnel. Thousands gathering locally at the Virginia State Capitol in Richmond this week for the state's sixth annual March for Life. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears were in attendance. They called on state lawmakers to pass legislation restricting access to abortion in the Commonwealth. Meanwhile, Democratic majorities in both the House and the state Senate have passed several bills aimed at protecting women who seek abortions. Stay tuned. There's been an arrest now, we're told this morning, after somebody broke into a Secret Service limo. That happened last year. The vehicle was being used to protect a member of the first family. It happened last November. Now the Secret Service has charged a 19-year-old D.C. man in the break-in of an agency SUV that was parked outside her first granddaughter Naomi Biden's house. Court documents say a police vest, night vision goggles, and chemical sticks were taken, among other items. A responding officer fired his service weapon after being nearly hit by a stolen getaway car. Investigators identified the suspect, Robert Kemp, by relying on surveillance footage and a McDonald's receipt that was found in the getaway car. ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Fortenoy this morning. A Washington gas works to replace as they do the old gas lines in D.C. because of all the gas leaks we've had recently. There's a call now for the work to be paused and the projects closely examined. The call is coming from the D.C. People's Council, an independent city agency which represents utility users. They cite a spike in gas leaks over the last 10 years despite Washington Gas's project pipes moving into its 10th year. Washington Gas now needs $682 million more for the next phase, which if approved would mean rate hikes. Safety is paramount, but we had to make sure that we do this in a way that is uh, cost efficient to ratepayers. Lawrence Daniels, director of litigation for the People's Council, says the other concern shared by many members of council, too, is replacing pipes. It's very expensive, and it's also it's going to be for a network that is going to be phased out. As the city moves toward a more electric future, D.C.'s Public Service Commission needs to approve the investigation. Mike Marillo, W. WTOP News. In a statement to WTOP this week, Washington Gas says it takes its obligation to provide safe and reliable service seriously and also says it is reviewing and will respond to the agency's petition as needed. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You want to give your baby everything, so start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib and keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about Safe Sleep for Babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, Starshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTMP. Your credit card details have ended up on the dark web. What should you do next? I'm Kim Commando. 
Get tech smarts with my free newsletter at getkim.com. The dark web is a hotbed for illegal activities, such as selling drugs, ransomware kits, and firearms. You can also find account credentials, passwords, and social security numbers, along with financial and personal information up for sale. It's not your fault. A company you have an account with was breached, exposing thousands or even millions of people's records, including yours. First thing to do, contact a credit reporting agencies. Equifax, TransUnion, or Experian to request a credit freeze. This prevents anyone else from accessing your credit and makes it harder for thieves to open new accounts in your name. Next, while at the credit reporting agencies, ask for the free fraud alerts. Finally, get in touch with a company that gave you the credit card. Shut down that card and get a new one, especially if your bank was also part of the leak. Sign up for my free newsletter at getkim.com. WTOP at 418. Thursday morning, February 22nd. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, traffic's first. Chris Kenberger this morning. Thank you very much, Dean. They're still working this crash in Beltsville and Prince George's County. This accident involves injuries uh, right before Powder Mill Road. Another unit has just been dispatched there. So the right lane remains blocked. The left lane is open. And now we have another accident working northbound 295 at Goodluck Road. Another personal injury accident working in Prince George's County. We'll let you know as soon as we hear about lane closures because of that accident activity. In the city, we still have water main work. This is uh, causing some lane closures. Closures on Chillum Place between First Place and Peabody Street. Also Peabody Street Northeast between Chillum and First Places. Again, watch out for the water main repair. You can get by. Just be aware of the activity. On northbound DC 295, the work zone after Burroughs Avenue looks to be cleared. On the Beltway out of loop south of the Georgetown Pike, that work zone has been cleared. There was also a road work going on either side of 90 or 495 at the American Legion Bridge. Uh, that was equipment repair operations. Looks like that has been cleared. In Montgomery County, had a work zone on the outer loop, the mobile work zone heading um, work zone heading over to 355. Now that mobile closure is in the inner loop in the left lane, just after Wisconsin Avenue. However, the outer loop near Cabin John Parkway over by Seven Locks Road. Watch out for construction activity in the right lane. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Let's check that forecast. With Veronica this early morning here on WTOP Thursday. Ending this work week with higher temperatures. That does include here the morning hours and later today highs will be in the mid-50s. This morning we're starting out 28 to 34 degrees. Again, mostly cloudy. Those clouds with the next weather maker and a few spotty showers expected today, especially late today, overnight through Friday morning. Your Friday we do have a rain chance around the area up until 1 p.m. and Then it's clearing skies and increasing winds with highs Friday 55 to 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, you're waking up to 30 degrees for Belvoir. Bit of a chill. 34, Foggy Bottom. 32, Silver Spring. We have gone up a couple to 32 in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 421 on WTOP. Welcome. This is WTOP News. Trump is elected for a second time later this year. He is proposing some very strong changes right now to immigration policy that critics call radical. The former president is pledging now to immediately launch the largest domestic deportation operation in American history, using military planes and bases to round people up and kick them out. 
This morning, Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, joins our Dimitri Sotis for a closer look at all this. So the idea is really this is something that uh, that President Trump and his top advisor on immigration, Stephen Miller, very much wanted to do in the first term and weren't able to because of litigation and resistance within the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, uh, which when they wanted to detain migrants on military bases, said that that would compromise troop readiness and they weren't okay with that. So they're thinking about ways now, if Trump comes back into office, where the lesson that they learned is they've got to move a lot faster. They've got to not worry about what's going to get held up in court. And they've, they've just got to, got to hit it and uh, also appoint people throughout the administration who are going to carry out those, uh, those orders and impulses from Donald Trump rather than try to restrain them. Is this legal? It will certainly get challenged in court. What we focused on in our reporting was much more the logistical components of it. So, you know, if you kind of set aside what judges might do, which is kind of hard to predict, and also, you know, in a scenario where the president, which is what they're talking about doing, where the president invokes a lot of emergency powers, saying that it's an invasion and a national security crisis, uh, you know, you potentially have judges who are reluctant to be second-guessing that in the middle of operations. So we really focused on what are the more practical, logistical, operational considerations. And Stephen Miller has has worked these through and has talked about them. So one constraint on on doing this with millions of people is uh, manpower in ICE. Uh, there there aren't enough agents. So he's talking about deputizing the National Guard, including in Democratic control states. If those governors don't want to let their National Guards be used for that purpose, he's talking about using the National Guard from neighboring. Republican-controlled states. And then the the other constraint that, that he's thought about is, so if you arrest a whole lot of people, there's a question about where to put them, where to hold them while they're being processed and prepared to be removed. And there aren't adequate shelter spaces that ICE currently has. So Stephen Miller is talking about, and other Trump allies are are talking about building out holding facilities in the form of tents or camps. This sounds, uh, one word might be apocalyptic, certainly not within the, the parameters that we're used to as Americans, although one could go back to World War II, for example, and think about the Japanese internment camps as perhaps one parallel. Did your mind go there or, or somewhere else? Is there anything in our history that's similar to what they're proposing? Well, the historical model that Trump himself points to is a 1954 operation by the Eisenhower administration, which takes the name of a, a very offensive racial slur for Mexicans that I won't say on the radio. Um, but that is the model that he's pointing to, which resulted in uh, kind of mass raids at, at agricultural and industrial facil- facilities, rounding people up, herding them onto trains and boats and planes, and in, in some cases, abandoning them in the desert, leading to, to multiple documented deaths. And the estimates, but what Trump is talking about doing now would be a much larger scale than that. The best estimates from that were, was that it was maybe a few hundred thousands, and whereas Trump is talking about doing this on the scale of millions. That is Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, in the conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. 
quick look at the top stories Thursday morning we're following on WTOP this early hour. President Joe Biden cancels more than a billion in student loan debt for some borrowers. Days after Alabama's Supreme Court rules frozen embryos are in fact children, a major hospital now in the state pauses IVF treatment. For some people around here on the roads last Friday night is something they'll never forget that stolen highway help truck. Remember that? Weaving all over traffic, smashing into other cars, even police cruisers. WTOP has an update this morning on the suspect for you. Stay with us for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. And on that morning when I wake up. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP at 425 on your early Thursday morning. Here's Mr. Rob Woodford. The Maryland women started their current win streak with a win over Rutgers and extended it to four games with an 81-62 victory over the last place Scarlet.